This is the time that we all been waiting on. The moment all the naysayers been hating on. See, they've been talking down on us and flexing. It'll take more than that for you to stop a Houston Texan. Alright guys, welcome to another edition of Texas Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. I am Young Ari Gold. I am the Garnet Texan. Uh, John, football's here. We just got done watching the first game, uh, first preseason game against Carolina. We're still kind of sort of watching it. Well, yeah, there's two minutes left in the fourth quarter, um, unless we see something crazy happen. Um, I mean, let's dive into the game. There was a lot that happened, a lot of good things, uh, some other things as well. Um, You know, we could go into training camp, but I think if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already have been reading enough about training camp and kind of know what's going on. Um, So uh, let's dive into the preseason game. First drive. A little rough. (laughs) Oh, man. A little rough. First drive was all of our worst fears about Savage. He was still slow. Holding on to the ball, wasn't going through his reads. He just looked completely out of place, didn't even look like he'd be a quality backup. Yeah. Second drive, more of the same. More of the same. I was a little worried. And then the third drive came. Yeah. And it's the same thing with Savage. If he holds on to the ball, he we're in, we're in trouble. Yeah, but he looked more comfortable on the third drive. Uh, I'll, I'll give... I'll take the first and, and second drive as just kind of like a, all right, I'm getting back into football. This is the first game. Let me knock off some rust. Um, he looked a little more comfortable, made some r- pretty nice throws. Uh, none of the throws were like amazing throws, but he definitely looked comfortable. He looked like he knew what he was doing. Looked like he had command of the offense. Um, yeah, and it's a little bit hard to kind of watch this. Telecast hasn't exactly been the best. You don't know if the receivers were the reason why he was holding on to the ball. Right. We just don't. They may not have been able to get any separation whatsoever, and he just wasn't forcing it. And they just did a better job on that third drive of calling plays. Yeah, and better better uh, pass blocking and run blocking on that last drive as well, obviously ending in an Alfred Blue touchdown. But um, it just looked like things started to click a little bit more. Um, that offensive line at first was scary. Yeah. Like be like, <laughs> like literally scary. I think our, I think um, James can, can vouch for me just going, it's preseason. It's preseason. Pretty much just rocking myself. It's just preseason. It's yeah. game one. No, you did. You said it multiple times. <laughs> um, and I was trying my hardest not to just, I uh, just was ignoring you, to be honest with you. Because, uh, uh, but at, at the same time, um, yeah, look, it's we're, it's going to start out rough. We're not going to see a, a lot. This probably isn't even everything that we would see in the NFL, in the regular season. It's a vanilla defense, a vanilla offense. Um, you're not going to see anything different or change, anything that he may have wanted to change that Bill O'Brien um, is who I'm referencing. Uh, you're not going to see it right now. You're not going to see it in week two, week three, or week four of the preseason. No. With- it's not. Not going to happen with first teamers and guys that are pretty much guaranteed to get snaps. He's going out there with the purpose of working on things like they're not going out there trying necessarily to win. They're going out there to improve certain aspects of their game, of their play calling. Like they may just call a bunch of run plays because they want to work on run blocking. They may call a bunch of pass plays because they want to work on getting to the line of scrimmage quicker. That's how the preseason is. The points don't really matter. Uh, last practice. year, yeah, I mean it's practice. It's I just think it's another team. 
Yeah. It's pretty much what it is. I mean, we came out last year and we were four zero. We were four zero in the preseason. We were scoring points in the preseason, and you know we couldn't carry it on to the regular season. So just keep this in mind. I know our. I know Ari was worried about the uh, the defense early. Rising star of the game, John. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, 179 yards, 15-25, so that's about 60% completion rating and a rushing touchdown. Yeah, we pretty much could. Well, it, would have, it was going to be either him or Foreman. We could see that coming. Yeah, Foreman had a great game. Dude, Foreman. Foreman looks dangerous in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Even out of the backfield catching the ball, he looks like he may be dangerous. Yeah. Um, but he didn't have a dropped ball. Let's, I, okay, so I mean, let's just kind of get back to it with the first team. So, um, Savage looked comfortable. He finally got his stuff together. Offensive line started the run block a lot better. Um, obviously, after Blue, 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 <laughs> what's <laughs> Blue, his name? Yeah, Alfred Blue um, broke off a couple good runs. Alfred Blue looked like he was running with a purpose tonight, which was nice to see. Kind of picked up where he left off last year. He, he definitely had a better year last year and it looked like he's running with a purpose. Should we uh, pat ourselves on the back about Tyler Irvin? He looked like our best receiver. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Braxton Miller uh, looks good. Uh, I, I was excited. You know, I mean, and then he got hurt. No, then he got hurt, but I keep, I'm reading about it. So it looks like it's just a mild uh, groin um, soreness, so they just took him out. Yeah, uh, it's they're icing him up, and he'll be fine. So, yeah. uh, but uh, that screenplay for the first down, he looked shifty. Um, he made that cut, and then got the first down. Um, the other screenplay was just ah. Eh. Um, Hop had a couple catches. Jalen had that catch across the middle. That was, was probably in, the best run pass. And, and pass play. I was gonna say that's probably the best pass of the night. Yeah. Um, or at least Savage's night. I would say probably the best pass in the night. I don't know. I guess that pass to Dress Anderson on the sideline, even though Anderson got out of bounds and um, had that? to catch it on the sideline. But at the same time, that, that was a pretty good throw by, by Deshaun. Um, but like I said, Braxton looks more comfortable at wide receiver. I'll, I will definitely give him that. He looks like he has a better understanding of the position, and he looks like and he knows what he's doing. He was out there as the number two receiver. Yeah. Right. Jalen was the third. Yeah. So Jalen was the third, and it looked like Irvin, no joke, was the fourth. Like, kind of joking around about Irvin, but not really. It looks like he's going to make the team as a receiver instead of a running back, and which opens up a spot for Hunt. Yeah, I mean, if we had, to, if you had told asked me two weeks ago, I didn't think both Hunt and Irvin were going to make the, the team. We're going to have to watch how preseason goes. There's still a lot of time left. We may still a sign lot of somebody. Roster cuts that could happen too. Lot, lots of roster cuts. But it looks like Irvin might make the team as a receiver and Hunt as a running back. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I like Hunt. I really do. Um, he he just to me he looks like he can at any given time just break off a run. Yeah, he's he's the, fast. He's shifty. He's the fastest running back that we have. Straight line I speed. Irvin was faster. Straight Supposedly line straight line speed. Irvin isn't quite as fast as Hunt, but he's faster on the lateral drills. Oh, really? Okay. Like, he's shiftier. Where, I don't know, I just, I have a spot in my heart for Hunt because his first two carries as a Texan, he killed cornerbacks. Yeah. Um, he hurt, um, oh, man, the Bills at the time. and Ronald Darby? Stephen uh, Gilmore? I was probably Stephon Gilmore. Okay. Um, 
I can't remember off the top of my head exactly who it was, but no joke. First two carries of Hunt's career, he took out a cornerback. Like, I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I like Akeem Hunt. I like what he brings. I think with when you have Lamar Miller, Deontay Foreman, Alfred Blue, and Akeem Hunt, you have a different dynamic at each position. Um, Foreman tonight, and we'll just get into Foreman. Foreman tonight looked like uh, he looked like exactly what we thought he was going to be. Um, very decisive, knew what he was doing, ran with a purpose, lowered his shoulder, showed his athleticism, hot hurtling over a, a corner, a diving cornerback. Um, he definitely looked good. That outside run um, uh, towards the sideline, he showed his speed. Uh, he definitely looks like he's going to be the number two running back, which is great. Um, and especially if we do move, or the one thing that's good about us moving Irvin to uh, wide receiver, if that's what we indeed we do, is that creates a spot for, to ensure Alfred Blues on this team, which also helps out on special teams. Right. Um, so it really kind of helps all together. And Blues still look like the best block or the best back following a blocker. He did. He, I mean, he, his vision looks like it's it, from from his year from year one. When it looked like he couldn't find a hole if he had to, to now he looks like he really has a better understanding of where those holes are going to be and better vision prior to the snap. Um, yeah, he, I, he I would just agree. understands the blocking scheme. Well, it's good, and he gets what's blocked probably better than anybody else. Foreman, Foreman's going to be something. I mean, you just you, you could not it. watch this game and not see that and not agree with that. Foreman's going to be something. No, that's also if he learns, second if he team defense. To, so yeah, and if he learns how to follow his blocks like Blue does, then watch out. No Keekly. Yeah, big difference. And again, everything. Everything's take, kind of yeah. You still got to take everything. Salt. Not necessarily a grain of salt because you can start to see like you can you know there's something with Foreman you know there's something with Watson. It's a good chance to get excited. They didn't exactly light the world on fire. Like it doesn't look like we're gonna beat the Panthers unless something just absolutely miraculous happens in the last minute. But you see the potential. You see what that they are gonna belong in the NFL, and they could be potentially really really good. I would agree. And. That's really all you can really ask for in the preseason games. The first couple of preseason games, usually they play the rookies a lot more. Um, You're going to see the players that are kind of on the bubble and who need the experience. Right. Yeah, I think think a lot of what we saw tonight, there was more positive than there was negative. I think the offensive line was expected. So I don't think it's like a shock to anybody and it's something that we weren't worried about prior to. I don't think anything came out of this game where it's like, oh, whoa, okay, we need to worry about this. I think it was things that we already kind of knew we needed to worry about safety play, offensive line. Yeah, Um, I mean, just for instance, if you the second team defense, they came out with that that juice, that energy. If that if our first team defense had came out with probably been a lot different, it would have been a very different game. But they were going through the paces. Yeah. The offense. No McKinney tonight. No McKinney. And again, he was another one that was just held out for precautionary yeah. reasons. And I mean, it's just, again, it's a preseason game. So just look like Whedon got destroyed. Yeah. So, and let's kind of get to what everybody is dying to hear. Um, obviously, our, our first round rookie quarterback tonight, Deshaun Watson, 
Um, I wouldn't say he had an amazing night. I don't think he had like a set the night on fire. Um, definitely a couple um, bad throws. Um, I'm going to chalk that up to just first game experience. If you look, it was the first couple throws that he made that that happened. And then he started to calm down. Um, but the one thing you can't deny is there's something special about Deshaun. Yeah. You there's can. a confidence. There's a demeanor. There's there's something about him that it just screams special to you. Um, and I mean, you could see it for a little while there. It seemed like you, the more he played, the better he got. Now he kind of plateaued off a little bit towards the end. Um, we weren't really doing any favors with field position. And they were trying to run situational football and trying to force him into things that he needs, he needs to get his feet wet. And he needs with. to see. Yeah, and he needs to see them. And then come out on the in the third quarter, and I'm not entirely sure what they were doing in the third quarter, <laughs> other than you know just seeing what the kid can do. Yeah. But you did see enough from him. He's that spark of hope that we really truly haven't had at quarterback. Yeah. Like we've reached for it before. Yep. We hoped and prayed for it before, and now we legitimately have that little bitty kindle of hope with our quarterback position, which is something. And it's not a little bit. Of, a little bitty kernel of hope. It's pretty big. Like yeah. reports out of camp is he is way, way ahead of where any rookie quarterback's been that the staff kind of feels as though we kind of stole him essentially with him falling to where he did. And so far everybody's been really happy with what he's done. Again, it goes to that same thing that he's constantly improving, that he is studying the film and he's probably going to come out and make a leap from this one, from this game to the next game, which is good. Yeah. I'll tell you the one thing I did take away that I love the most about his game. And a lot of people would be like, Oh wow, he looks great running. And I'll be, I'll be honest. The running scares me just a little bit. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact, first of all, we're not used to it. I mean, we just, we've never had that kind of quarterback. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's surprising to us. Usually, usually when, when our, you quarterback, see our quarterback run out, you're usually they, holding your balls, just wondering like somebody's going to die. Are we going to get another Rosencopter or a Rosencopter or you're taking off like shop. Um, <laughs> but, um, I, I, I like the element of running. I'm not saying it bothers me, but I, I do think, me. but I do think that he, he's going to have to learn that that's not something he's always going to be able to do, especially against a first team defense where you have number one corners and linebackers and linemen outside linebackers and safeties out there that are a little bit faster and also a little bit more instinctive. You're not going to be able to do that as often as you can against a second or third string defense. Um, but the one thing I took away tonight on a couple of the throws that I saw um he definitely went through his progressions he went through his reads he was very smart about taking care of his uh, of the ball um like that check down pass um to the tight end where he 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 pump faked and then and then, Bayless and then threw it yeah then threw it straight to Bayless and then unfortunately Bayless fumbled so therefore um He's most likely going to uh, be cut because he's a bitch for fumbling uh, Deshaun's uh, first throw. Um, first good throw. Um, no, the Texans staff has been pretty high on Bayless, but he pretty much guaranteed himself a spot on the uh, practice. At team. least on the practice squad. Yeah. I mean, it was going to be tough for him to crack the, the roster anyways, uh, given what we have. But um, 
Yeah, so the, the good thing I saw was his demeanor, his understanding of the offense, his confidence in the offense, the the respect it looked like he got from his teammates, and then the progression and going through his reads, not making bad decisions with his, with with the ball, throwing it out of bounds when he needs to. Um, it, there's a lot of good things to take away from Deshaun, but at the same time, we need to keep in mind that this is the second and third string defense. This isn't a first string defense. You know, yes, it was great to see for his first game, but let's not get ready to crown yeah. him. Let's, was, let's give him time. It was vanilla defense versus vanilla offense. Like we didn't pull out any tricks. They didn't pull out any tricks. No. Um, the thing. I'm not going to lie, athletic quarterback, this is going to get a little bit of getting used to because every time he got hit, I was terrified. Yeah, me too. Um, every time he ran, I'm just like, get down. Yeah. And the things that I actually took away from it that he was being smart about is he was getting down. He so was that was one thing I would say. Getting is out, of, out of bounds. His and, slide was great. Yeah. I mean, his slide was great. That first slide that he had, it looked like Bill Bryant's been teaching him to slide. And then I almost had a heart attack when he tried to run and didn't make that first down. I went... I mean, it was a bad spot. Either way, we weren't still we weren't getting a first down with that spot, even if the spot was right. But when he went down on his shoulders, I'm just like, please don't break your collarbone. Please dislocate your your shoulder. Agreed. And 16 games of that, I don't know if we're going to stay lucky through 16 games if he he gets hit like that. So hopefully, he needs to learn a little bit more. I mean, you saw what happened last year with Russell Wilson, another quarterback that I don't know why Deshaun Watson has always compared to, but another quarterback that he is compared to, other than both being mobile. When you looked at what happened with uh, with Russell Wilson when he got all beat up last year, even his passing efficiency went down. Yep. I mean, he's always been athletic, and all of a sudden he could hardly move because he was all braced up and looked like a walking mummy. Yeah. And that even affect his, affected him throwing. So you keep keep that in mind with Deshaun. I mean... He's supposed to be a better passer naturally than Russell Wilson was, or is, I should say. But he is also an ath- an athletic quarterback that is going to run. They are going to use undesigned run plays. So there's no way around it. He's too gifted not to. But when he gets hurt, it's going to affect how he throws, too. Yeah, I think, um, I think you're 100% right. Um, I also think there were some other things that I saw tonight that uh, aren't necessarily wor- like worry me, but um, his touch on the ball with deep balls, or actually, let me not say touch, his power when it came to deep balls, um, it didn't seem that he had it enough yet. And, and now he's young and he can add strength and stuff to get enough. He was able to put it out there. Just I'm, I'm thinking of that play. I think it was Riley McCarron at the end. If he just would have been able to throw it just a little bit further. And I mean, when I say a little bit, I literally mean like maybe eight inches. Yeah. He would have he would have had a completion at that. Oh, point. that one to dress up to dress at the end of the half. Anderson. Yeah, uh, it was rather McCarron, right? I thought it was Anderson. I don't know. One, one of them. Either way. It was <laughs> yeah, they're either, all the same. It was either Anderson or McCarron. If Water. he would have just had another eight inches on yeah, that ball, he gets it on the other that shoulder. probably would have been a, a completion. Um, or then, Hop's out there. Hop probably makes Or if that would have been Hop or Jalen Strong, then I, I would say that that would have been a catch. You probably still would have wanted to put it at least a little bit higher in the air. Yeah. Um, but you can see, and then there was another play uh, where he threw it down the field where it just didn't look like he had the velocity for that. But I will say his velocity and his release on the 
two, three to 15, 18 yard, um, yard routes. He looked like he had it. Looked yeah. like there was a certain zip to the ball. Um, it looks like it looked like the release is a part of that. It, that quick release looks like it, it's what helps him get that ball out faster. Yeah, that quick release is no joke. It's and quick. They said that during camp they would realize that Watson didn't always step into those to his throws, and that's what would lead to inconsistent velocity. Sometimes he would just literally sling it out there, and he has a really quick release. So usually when you have a quicker release, your arm, your your arm's a little bit shorter. So you have to step in your throat, especially with a quicker release, to get the velocity. And he just wouldn't always do so. And that's one of those things that, I guess, when we talked about mechanics earlier in the year, that they have already identified with him and they've worked on it. And you can see it. Like, there's a lot of the intermediate throws that he actually was throwing with really good velocity. But the accuracy issues did pop up, even on intermediate routes. There was a couple of plays where we're like, which receiver was he throwing it to? Um, there was a couple of plays where it was inaccurate, but the receiver still caught it, so it covered for him. Or you kind of hope that that doesn't happen during the regular season because that's usually when a when a wideout gets lit up. But again, it's these are it's kind of nitpicking at Watson. Like when we sit there and we focus on his flaws, and it's kind of to also bring ourselves down because we know that his ceiling is going to be super high now. Like Absolutely. We, just, we, we know that that's going to happen. There's no reason for us to think that coming away from this game that there's not going to be – that he does not have a high ceiling. Yeah. Um, and everything that we've heard and all that stuff at this point, he – there's potential. But here's the truth. For right now, for Savage is still the, the starter. And he will be week one. I and don't care Savage, what we see in preseason. Yeah. It, it, it really does not matter. I know Watson came out there and Watson, he didn't live up to the hype because he didn't come out there. He didn't even look, he didn't look as good as Dak Prescott did last year no. against the Rams. No. Like that's the honest truth. And, but you do see, you see something there. There yeah. is something there. Now Savage did for one drive. Savage did look better. Eight for eight. And I still yards. think that Savage this season has the higher floor than Watson. And right now, as with what we hope and dream to happen with the Texans this year, I mean, it's still a long shot, but it's still possible with the defense that we have. Savage is our best bet. As soon as Savage is no longer our best bet, we'll see Savage is going to get benched sure. and Watson's going to go out there. We're not – everybody's going to talk about the development for Watson, what's best for his development. Here's the honest to God truth. No one on the coaching staff is going to put his development above this team progressing deep into the playoffs. I would agree. If they think that... If they think they can go far with Watson, they'll put him in. Yeah. And Point blank period. Development be damned. But, if they think they can win with him now, they're going to try and win with him now. And they're going to put his development on a, on a fast track because that's what all it's going to be at that point. Yeah. If, you know, if he comes in week nine, week 10, at that point, it's going to be... All hands on deck. It's time for you to start learning. Yeah. Um, and I mean, honestly, and I what for me, I'm not even afraid of that. Like, with some quarterbacks, they're afraid of just throwing them into the fire because you're going to break their psyche. With Watson, that's not going to happen. I don't think his confidence can so, be shaked. Yeah. To for, be honest. For him, it's entirely which quarterback is going to give us a better chance of winning. And right now, they believe it's Savage. And right and, now, I believe it's Savage. Right, yeah, right now. I mean, granted, if he comes out and looks like those first two drives for an entire game, then we're fucked. Yeah, but, but that was, I, I, honestly, we can't put too much stock into that first in that first drive. 
I mean, I really don't think we can. No, I don't think we can, except for it's pretty much the first drive. It looks like the Titans game. It was the Titans game. I know. The third drive was the Jaguars game. Yeah. And you can see it with Savage. If he holds onto the ball for more than about three and a half seconds, bad things are going to happen. And you can also see when he gets in rhythm, things change. And when he gets in rhythm and he's getting the ball out quickly, all of a sudden he looks like a really good quarterback. Yeah. So... There we go. We'll see. Well, other than Watson, before this turns into another Watson cast, what else did you see that you liked? Yeah, I, I mean, I liked. Uh, it's gonna be really hard because I really did like watching Deshaun play. Yeah. He was so electri- He was very electrifying. Yeah. Like he's gonna be fun. He's gonna be fun to watch. Um, but I think outside of that, I think Cunningham and Scarlett, I think both look like they're fringe players right now. As far as like, obviously Cunningham's. It's going to take him time to reach all all star status. But I think you saw just like kind of with Deshaun, you saw what he's capable of doing. Um, the dude definitely has We're going the, to be talking about this draft class because, I mean, think about it. Watson, Foreman and Cunningham. Yeah. Like they all look legit. They do. All of them. Now, again, first preseason. So but there's certain things that you can take out of a preseason You, you look game. out there and you see things tackling and nose for the football. And those were all what Cunningham had. If you right. saw Cunningham on the field, guess what? You also saw him uh, by the ball or making a tackle yep. or in coverage. Yeah. He definitely like really, really has like a nose and an instinct for the football. And there you go. That's the key to watch in preseason football. Who stands out? It, Cunningham stands out. Yeah. And what's funny about that is, is we haven't heard much about him in training camp, you know, even from like Pat Stattery. We haven't heard about him at all, really. Yeah. There's been maybe a bleep there and a, and a bleep there, but there hasn't been much at all. I'm not sure why, but tonight, to me, it showed that he's he's definitely going to start getting some playing time early I told in the you. season. Yeah, I told and you. And I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. And I know you, you don't think so, but if this kid continues to come on at the level he came on tonight and it continues, I wouldn't be surprised if Cushing was a surprise cut to save, to save cap relief this year and get Nux signed or whatever it would be or do something else with it. I don't know what else that could potentially be, but we have – we have the tandem for the next five to seven years, at least. And then talk I'm about, not saying it will happen, yeah. but I, I'm just saying don't be surprised if it did. And then Dylan Cole. Dylan Cole looked he was, good. He looked he really looked, good. He, he had a nose for the football. Just, just like Cunningham. Both of them were almost on every single tackle. Absolutely. And then Scarlett looked Scarlet like looked he looked could good. apply pressure rather quickly. He was doing okay against the tackles. Um, Dunn he definitely good. has a bull, a bull rush move as an outside linebacker. That I, It looks like there's a lot of strength in there. He's obviously going to have to learn a swim move and a couple other pa- uh, other. Um, Moves, but he he definitely looked the part. He looked like he could do it. I do think that we upgraded over Simon this year, even though it was a preseason game. I think based off of what we saw from Scarlett last year and what we're starting to see and what we're hearing from camp, I think Scarlett will be an upgrade over Simon. Um, he's gonna have to he's gonna have to get better at his run defense. Um, and stay healthy. And stay healthy. That'll That's be the just, biggest thing. But that was also, it's all one year, I mean, yeah. for him. So we can't really say that he's injury prone or anything like that, like Tom. But um, 
I'm sorry, but you tell me you didn't like when he got sacked. Oh and man! Don't, I, I, I literally was like, all right, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson season starts now, <laughs> and he's out for the season. Here comes already, Deshaun. We both said it exact same time. And Savage is out for the season. Yeah, and then he got back up, and it was like it was nothing. So we all felt better. Let's hope that Savage can stay healthy because Here, I would prefer for it. Here's the most important question of the night: Who is president? Where did he come from? I mean, I'm not even kidding. I, I'm not joking. This isn't a setup. Who was this kid? I've never seen him. I've read the depth chart. I've read the players. I must have either overlooked it, but I have seen nothing about him in camp. I've seen nothing about him anywhere else. And he was another one of those players that was just everywhere. I still don't know who he is. <laughs> he I didn't was, even do research after the every, game. If you, I'm pretty sure if you could get pictures of every single tackle, you'll see Cole Cunningham and President on every single tackle. <laughs> it's very true. He was everywhere. He was everywhere. Um, another thing that I, I saw tonight that I liked, and I, I think most people will be like, oh, my God. But um, D Virgin, I know he had two call two flags on him. The one thing I did really like about him, and this is kind of we'll talk about Robert Nelson in a second. I know there's going to be a lot of people that want to hear about it, but um, he looked very physical. And he looked very good at, on the press. Um, it, he didn't mind. He doesn't mind mixing it up with the wide receivers. He's obviously going to have to learn a little bit as far as that. But he was staying with his wide receivers the entire time, so he didn't get burned by it. And he was playing physical. Uh, that to me, if I had a choice of a corner, that would be the kind of corner I would want: is somebody that can play physical and knock them off their route early on and stay with them. Um, but. I think he's going to have to clean some things up, like I said, but I do like I liked his game tonight. Robert Nelson looked like. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. What did I, honestly, we see that we did not like? Honestly, I didn't. With Robert Nelson, all these things I've heard out of camp is that he looks like the second coming of Bouye. That's what everybody keeps saying. He's well, wearing he Bouye's number. They're all saying that he's going to be the next Bouye and he's going to fill Bouye's void. I'll tell you right now, if he plays the way he played tonight, he's no coming nowhere near what Bouye did last year. And Bouye had some down p- plays last year. Let's be honest. Well, there were times where we ne- said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Bouye what's going and on? Nelson's strengths were supposed two to different be different things. Two different things. Like Nelson was supposed to be able to step in and he was supposed to be able to take away the speed receiver. He was supposed to be a better coverage player. Like, that's what he was supposed to be. Like, and well, he made Demir Bird. Now, Demir, Demir Bird, full, full disclosure, played at South Carolina, so I know a little bit more about him than most. There we go. Most players, but he's an Olympic level sprinter. He almost quit football to try out for the Olympics. Like, he's pretty much Will Fuller, and which kills me because he's, Demir Bird went undrafted. Same problem, though. Excellent speed, solid route runner, worst hands ever. There's no joke South Carolina plays where the football literally hit him right in between the numbers and the chest pad and bounced off. He beat his guy, the ball's right there, and it literally bounced off. He made Fuller and Ginn look like they had amazing hands. Now, granted, it looks like he worked on his hands because he was catching the ball tonight, but he looked made... Tonight, Demir Bird looked like he should have been a first round pick. He was just torching him. Well, and he that that touchdown you actually missed. You missed the touchdown at first. Nelson. He burned him, uh, and it wasn't speed. It was literally route running that burned Nelson on that play. Yeah, on that first touchdown. And or second this touchdown. is Nelson. 
that's what the hope with Nelson is he would be able to take that speed receiver and neutralize him. Because if we do have a weakness on defense with everybody healthy, is it looks like it might be back to the days of someone like T.Y. Hilton just eating us alive. And the hope was Nelson would kind of help us with that, but I, I'm scared right now. I'll tell you right now, if he plays like he did tonight, he's not helping us at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we're going to have to find somebody else that can do it because that that's going to be a liability, and it's going to be a big issue come later down, like later in the road. Um, I mean, obviously tonight we didn't get to see full clowny, clowny Scarlet, Reader, Watt, and uh, Merciless together, but at the same time, there's only so much you can do on a pass rush. He was so bad tonight that. I don't think as good as our pass rush is, it will help. Especially if you're lining them up in the nickel. Yeah. So, I don't know. They're just going to throw it to whatever receiver he's covering because if they can run a route, he's toast. Yeah. So, uh, a little bit about our boy, Jamel President. He went to Illinois, played in the Big Ten. Um, He literally had 19 tackles all of last year. Um, was he hurt? I don't know. I can't find anything about him at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't find much about him. He's on the depth chart, so we both just overlooked him, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he's a defensive end, and he, he's two eighty. So, but yeah. he he was moving like a fucking linebacker. So <laughs> he was um, he was everywhere. So so it'll I mean, be we'll, definitely a name to watch. Yeah, it's not like but, we can't have enough depth on the D line. Yeah, I mean, our next game is what the nineteenth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DJ Reader looked good in the first first series. Um, I don't think Wolfork will be too much of a loss for us. No, um, which is like Wolfork for the character because he's Wolfork. Yeah, he good good guy, but the know. perfect send off too, right? Yeah. Did you watch that video? Yeah. The God, that was perfect. Um, so also safety play tonight was uh, worrisome. It was yeah. Um, I mean, Corey Drummond, I saw what he's trying to do on that play where he collided with, um, was, I think it was D-Virgin. D-Virgin. Yeah. Um, I, I liked what he was doing. He, he has a nose for the ball. He always has. That's never been – that's always been the one thing that you say about Drummond is that he has a nose for the football. Um, but there were times where it was just kind of like, where are our safeties and what are they doing? It, to me, at least, that that's kind of my takeaway tonight. No, I didn't I see mean, any it, like even that interception. Like honestly, that was an overthrow uh, by Webb. He had pressure. If he, he had any bit of touch, it. that's a touchdown. If that would have been Cam Newton, that probably would have been a touchdown. Yeah. To be honest, it would have been in between the safety and the corner. I mean, the worst part about tonight is the things that we knew were going to be strengths were strengths. The things that we knew were going to be weaknesses are definitely weaknesses. We tried to have I think positive. Yeah, we, I mean, we try to stay positive about it all all offseason. It's like they'll have a plan with the offensive line. They'll have a plan with the safeties. And right now it's kind of like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're going to do on the offensive line. What's like, that I guy, get that Dwayne Brown comes, Is he still a free agent? Yeah, he's still a free agent. Is he hurt? Is he wanting to retire? I don't know. Why haven't we talked to him? We brought in Austin Howard, and then Howard was signed by the Ravens literally two days later. Uh, the, uh, from what I understand, he had a meeting set up with Baltimore after us, and so he wanted to make sure that he went and at least talked to Baltimore. We, we, all, let, we, we let him leave without a deal. 
that's yeah. on us. They signed he signed a three year deal with Baltimore, basically two team options back to back years, um, a decent contract, nothing crazy, but it's the um, same. Con- it was pretty much the same contract that we offered him, except team options. Yeah, we offered him a one year deal. He got a fancy one year deal. He did. So and the, and on. I mean, if the Texans are real, I don't know. Maybe tonight was just. A one-off. I don't know. We'll find out, I guess, next Saturday. But um, there has to be some sort of plan. Because Dwayne Brown coming back isn't fixing this. Um, he may fix one side. But Sufilo got pushed around tonight. Um, Jeff Allen looked eh. Um, so Nick Martin was probably the best part about this entire offensive line tonight. He looked like a mauler. Like he looked like he just wants to fight. He looked like his brother, to be honest with you. He looked well, like he wasn't scared of any physical anything. Honestly, he wanted to push everybody around, and he was very physical from the beginning. Z- I mean, Xavier had – when Xavier looked bad, he looked really bad. But that's always been the case with, with Sufi, though. It's, but, it's always been the case. Yeah. I mean – He's either yeah. eh or he's bad. But, I mean, there were, he also had some – He had some okay games last year. Yeah, and he's had some okay moments tonight. I mean, Lamb looked really bad. Lamb can't – Oh, he can't play tackle. He can't. That That's not going to work. Yeah, that's not going to work. Mario um, Addison ate him for dinner. Yeah. The first snap of the game. And, I mean, surprisingly, Clark didn't look awful. But they also apparently better on the left side, so that still doesn't fix anything when Dwayne comes back. Yeah, and he was also going against Charles Johnson, who, I mean, I don't want to say anything bad about Charles Johnson because I like him as a player, but he's also up there in age. I think he's like 37 or something like that. Um, he's not the most ferocious pass rusher. Mario Addison, on the other hand, could, could potentially be a sleeper defensive player of the year this year. He had nine and a half sacks last year, and I think I can't remember the snap total, but um, it wasn't a lot. Um, but yeah, he ate up Kendall Lamb. There, there's definitely a lot of issues we still need to work out, um, but Again, it's the first preseason game. Yeah. So we need to see kind of what happens. I mean, there's issues, and we essentially, it was essentially a second string or a second team versus second team game. Yeah. Um, keep in mind that for uh, when also when we talk about like Watson playing against the second team, keep in mind he was also playing with second team receivers. That's granted. True. true. I mean, Foreman didn't look like a second team running back. No, he so. looked like a first team running back. So. He had that. He's a lot faster than I expected. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen him play and I knew he was fast, but on an NFL field on in, uh, against other NFL players, he's fast. Yeah. He, he is like uh, really fast, but, and he knows when to lower his shoulder too, which is a lot of what I was hearing in camp was he never knew when to actually lower his shoulder. So he's learning. Well, apparently um, the joke was Cushing was personally teaching him. Well, good. <laughs> good for Cushing. Um, so, yeah, no, uh, there's a lot to take away tonight. It was a good game. It was fun to watch. Obviously, football is back. It's I exciting. Mean, yeah. we, we we're glad it's there. I just want to make sure that we all just kind of keep our emotions in check a little bit and, and realize that this is literally the first game. Right. Well, there's so much more to happen right now. It was the first game, and we honestly were we lost 27 to 17. We had essentially a offensive touchdown, to, or was it 14? Uh, I don't remember. I don't. I don't pay attention to the scores on preseason. I yeah. just watch the snaps. Either way, we missed a field. We, we, we missed the field goal, and we had a uh, touchdown essentially taken away from us. Which should not have been taken away from us. That yeah, that was a football move. That was a football move. Should have been a fumble, but whatever. Uh, Cole. 
Cole should get credit for that, and I'm sure he will in the film room. Yeah, um, he'll get he'll get props. And was that Rice? Room. Was that Denzel Rice that yep, knocked it out? Denzel Rice doing what? And he actually looks like, he, and that's what he did yeah. in college, and that's what he's been doing all camp apparently. Yeah. So, for as much as we complained about Nelson, Rice looked as advertised. And apparently Dakud looks really, really good, but he didn't play at all tonight. Well, I don't care what I'm... I didn't see him play. So, so what they're saying in camp about Dakud, they've been saying the same thing about Nelson. So <laughs> until we see him play, I'm not going to say that Dakud's Well, the for guy. the most part, camp observations matched up for this game. Not Nelson. They've been, Nelson, saying Nelson, they've been saying Nelson has literally been setting camp on fire. Pat that Stat is has true. literally come out and said that it looks like he's basically taking over as Bouye, playing just as well. I, I hadn't heard those exact words, but I, I don't hear everything. It's possible I missed it. But for the most part, the, things did seem to line up pretty well. Sure. Um, except offensive line. They seemed a little bit more optimistic than maybe they should have been, but things did calm down once the offense got into rhythm. And, and that's anything that you do, right? But everything else pretty much matched yeah. up. And not to not to get on to Pat Stat or anything like that, Nelson may have just had a bad game. Maybe yeah. he did have a great camp, and maybe he just, I don't know. But And maybe we'll start to see him get it together in you know, game two, game three, but uh, he's definitely got a lot of room to, to improve on, and, and we're going to need him to. Because if be Kevin Johnson the- can't stay healthy, if let's just, but we have to throw it out there because he has not been healthy in the two seasons he's been here. If Kevin Johnson cannot stay healthy, Robert Nelson is your third cornerback. Jonathan Joseph, back. Jonathan Joseph is old. He's getting older. I'm not saying he lost. Kelvin Benjamin straight up abused him. He did, but the, he's going to do that to most corners in the league. He's just really tall and really big. It's, it's like literally having LeBron end. James yeah. jump up and grab a ball from you. It's it's going to happen. Um, but Jonathan Joseph's getting up there in age. He misses a game here or there. If if that turns into something, whether it be a groin or a toe or whatever, Robert Nelson's your third cornerback. If Kareem Jackson, as hard as he hits. Gets injured by lowering his shoulder a little too too low or too high. Guess what? Nelson's going to be your third cornerback. So this whole like Bouye lost, that will be fine. Let's not sip that Kool Aid yet, because there's a chance that that may not be the case. That's well, all I want to say. Yeah, I mean, if we had to judge everything based on this one game, then yeah. But. Again, first preseason game. We got another game in about ten days. We'll we'll know more after that. Yeah. I mean, that's the great thing. And again, well, scores start practicing against the Patriots yeah. too and stuff. Yeah. Again, remember scores don't matter. No. If you haven't watched the game, again, the score was twenty seven seventeen. Watch it. It is worth watching. It was fun to watch Watson. Like I, I think that's probably why we, we talked about him for twenty minutes. It really was fun to watch him. It was a lot of fun to watch Foreman. I had fun watching we, Savage. Was, when I, Savage I really, got into a once role. Once he started going, yeah. it reminded me of that Jags game, kind of like you, oh you said. Oh, my gosh. When he, when he came out slow, though, that was terrifying. Like, yeah. Oh, man. I, I think... Um, a lot of emotions in the game, but just my words for advice is watch preseason games and just watch what players stand out. You can usually see... Just look who's making tackles see. on defense. You can see who's going to Look who's, who's making the gamer. plays. Yeah. Agreed. Same look on offense. around the ball. Yep. Look who always manages to find a way open. Watch the offensive line. That's that's pretty much what I watched. Yeah. Uh, um, 
I mean, obviously I watched Sean, but watching the offensive line and seeing who's picking up their blocks, I tell you one thing, and we, we didn't talk about it yet. Akeem Hunt looked like he's picked up on his pass blocking yeah. quite a bit. Um, he looked really good tonight in pass blocking. He, it was nice to see. He looked like he was more than just an annoyance back there pass blocking. Yes. Yeah. Which, which is awesome. Again, he's – if our depth chart came out right now, I'm sure he would be on the team. And Irvin would be – Listed as a receiver or well, an offensive weapon, and he'll just play both. I'm not well, sure. even if he's not listed as a wide receiver, we've kept five in the last four, three years. Yeah. So you got Hunt, Blue, Deontay, Lamar, and Irvin. So there's a chance that all of them make it anyways. The odd man out is Agabadu Minamane. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just want to say it like that. <laughs> Um, oh. Unfortunately, he's going to be the odd man out. It's just kind of the way it works. But um, we've kept yeah, five hopefully the last we can, three years. We can stash him and put him on the practice squad because he looks like a smart player. He looks like he's going to be another guy like how Grimes was for a few years for us. Not this year, but in the coming years where he's just that guy yeah. that got the when you need him. Does the heads up play when you need? Will probably be really good at special teams, but he's not making the team this year. So hopefully for, nobody snatches him. Well, and he'll be there for the third and nineteen um, draw plays that we, we that Bill O'Brien loves to run. So um, we got to have a running back designated <laughs> he, for those plays. He did it again tonight. Too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you got to have those. Um, as far as play calling and things like that, John. I mean, what do you think? I, I had um, <laughs> preseason. It's still vanilla. Yeah. Again, first two drives, it looked awful. Showed a little bit more with the third drive. Showed a lot more with Deshaun. Like, they actually showed more of the playbook with Deshaun than I expected. I agree. Um, what do you think about the, the play calling for the run game? I don't think they actually were trying to run it. I think he wanted to get his quarterbacks to work. Because he didn't. they didn't really make a commitment to it. only time they had success was when they were running out of shotgun, though. Literally. The only time. Yeah. Every play, every long run we had... Was not out of shotgun. Maybe that Foreman run, because I don't remember it. But Blues runs. I think you're right. I'm trying to think of one that wasn't. And then I... We didn't really have any passing plays, though, that were from under center. That were, That's kind of scary. I'm just saying. It was weird. Um, I mean, he, he typically... O'Brien typically has us run out of shotgun with, with running plays. But um, tonight, a lot of it was I-formation, single back sets. So I'm hoping that that's a thing that we're that we're, he's looking to adjust in the future. We're hoping that, that was like a God see thing. Hopefully. What running out of shotgun? Yeah. Well, maybe. And hopefully it was. I I'm mean, okay with us running out of shotgun if we're running uh, outside. Yeah. If you have Lamar Miller running outside, that makes total sense. If we're going to run in between the tackles and just line up and pound it, there's no reason for you to run out of shotgun. Yeah. Uh, I we mean, don't we've got to have the per- player personnel for that. It, I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but if you want to judge Bill O'Brien as an offensive coordinator, you have to do it with the Patriots. And he used the Patriots used the shotgun when he was offensive coordinator a lot less than we did as the Texans. So I don't know if that's Godsey or if that's yeah. O'Brien. And it's too early to get too worked up about it until we just realize that we we're only having success running out of single uh, back with, and eye form with the quarterback under center. And we're only having success throwing it at a shotgun. So hopefully they get a little <laughs> less, a little less predictable because that's not going to be good. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, I, I, I had so much fun watching the game. I was glad it happened. I hate that we have to wait another 10 days. But honestly, what that means to me is after 10 days, we're literally going to have 19 days until football, like actual football, where you see a wide receiver come across the middle and get his ass lit up by McKinney. Like, that's exciting. So we're literally talking about 29 days as oh, of today. Oh, I'm a freak. I love preseason. I love watching no, all I these guys like, I on the too. bubble. I'm not saying that, that I don't love there's that. There's some of these kids that I'm, I'm going to miss. Like, there's some that we get yeah. so excited about, and like, they don't work Jerry out. Sanderson, yeah. I, I like him. McCarron, if he doesn't make the team, I don't see how he doesn't. But he also didn't play last yeah. night. Um, not until the second half, really. So um, it's just nice to know that the season's that close to start Yeah. Um, and that you have a purpose again of playing and where you're going to go. And we have, uh, you know, being a Texans fan is, you know, my uncle always tells me the hardest thing in the world is being a Houston fan. And he's old, but he literally means it. Like it literally is the hardest thing to be a Houston sports fan because you always have those years. Yeah. You always you, have you hope. Think, and then boom. And you think, and then boom. Yeah. It's just out of nowhere. But eventually it's got to break at some point. And I think with the way we are going right now and the player personnel that we have. Yeah, one of our teams has got to bust through. I hope it's the Texans. I mean, the Astros. I think, uh, you're, I think the Astros have the best chance right now. Oh, well, I mean, uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we need a pitcher. Yeah. Um, well, maybe you guys get uh, old buddy from Detroit. Okay. Let's, yeah, anyways, we got in trouble last time yeah, we went way off topic. But... Yeah, I mean, we're a large market. Houston is a large market. People kind of forget that sometimes. Fourth largest, right? Yep. Third largest? Fourth, fourth about fourth. to be third. Yeah. Um, I think they predict in the next 10 years, yeah. Houston will be the third largest city in the U.S. About to be 10 years. Anyways, go ahead. About to be? That's Yeah, 10, 10 years. Within 10 years, that's... that's like, I think like about to be like, I'm about to pick you up. Or... Ten years about to be. Well, it's they're fixing to be the, the fixing to be. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. It's that Texas twang again. Good oh, lord! Man. It's getting right. like John's past. It's uh, past not, John's bedtime. You know, we're not going to argue about the Texas market. twang. Yeah, don't. Here we go. Get some sweet tea, buddy, and some Whataburger. You'll be all right. Hey man, there's problem with either one of them. There's actually not. I love both. Uh, I do. I love both. I love. I got so sad in California and, when I couldn't find any sweet tea. You have Carl's Jr. And they, in and out. They didn't have sweet tea and Dr. Pepper. Yes, like, they do. What the hell do you drink? Yes, they do. Did you just, just in Irvine? No, it? I was in Irvine. Couldn't find a Dr. Pepper. Couldn't find a Dr. Pepper. Couldn't find a Dr. Pepper. Where? In Irvine. What restaurant? Um, like at Hotel Irvine. Um, what's the name of the We're restaurant? We're going to need to talk to your company about putting you up in a better hotel because yeah. if they don't have Dr. Pepper, that's saying more about your company. The only place that had sweet tea was ra- uh, Raisin Cane's. Nobody else had sweet well, yeah, tea. Raisin you couldn't even get sweet tea in a bottle. That's crazy. Okay, we'll take yeah. this off air. But, um, John, anything else about the game that stood out that we didn't touch on? Um, anything else you want to talk about before before we end the podcast? Uh, I thought it was a great game. I, I really enjoyed watching it. There's definitely oh, a lot I'm of just, excitement. I'm just excited. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself for the next 10 days. Yeah, a lot of potential. Like, seeing the potential is nice. Um, and just seeing kind of where we're at. And, and obviously, the best part about this, like I said, and like you said, is the fact that um, – our areas of weakness are exactly what they thought, what we thought they were, and our strengths are what we thought they were. Um, oh, we didn't talk about Wolf Fuller being injured <laughs> at all. And <laughs> I mean, I, I, it doesn't really bother me, but 
I mean, in case for some reason nobody knows, no. if you guys don't know, that's crazy. But Wolf Oler yeah. broke his collarbone. Yeah, he's a, I mean, he's a first round draft yes. pick that broke his collarbone. But, you know, the first preseason game came out. And again, we got 10 days between. So the next podcast, we'll probably actually dive into it. But yeah, if you didn't know. Just in case. Just in case. I don't FYI. Know. I don't. Honestly, if you found us, you, you know. I would agree. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, anything else, John? Uh, That's it. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for uh, tuning in this week. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud. Search Texans Unfiltered. Same with iTunes on um, the Podcast Connect. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at TXNS underscore unfiltered. Um, again, thank you so much for joining. Make sure you guys leave us a review. Tell us what you like, what you don't like um, on iTunes and on SoundCloud. We're looking to get as many reviews as possible and uh, enjoy this football season as we are here and we had our first preseason game and we'll see you guys next week and see you on Ari Gold side off bodies with blood sweat and tears but now we're focused and we're showing no fear when we blast through the tunnel you hear the crowd cheer deep steel blue rally red on the liberty white